Eagles Entertainment. On Wednesday, November 3rd, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, cornerback Darius Slay. Thank you. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the Captain Jays that got you that touchdown? Oh, man, Captain Jays. I wish you could just bring one here to Philly. Did you get some? Huh? Did you get some? Oh, did I get some? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I got some. Yeah, yeah, it was the first place I went. Told you. Got well, they came to me. That's even better. <laughs> Can you take us through the touchdown to Bonte uh, asking yeah. you for the football after for his father? Well, uh, he made a, a hell of a play, man. You know, he worked on it all week, punching the ball out. Um, you know, he saw the opportunity to do it, uh, secured a tackle while doing it, punched it out, scooped and scored it. You know, showed my 4-3, four, four, my four, three, maybe 4-2 four, speed. I just showed, um, you know, touchdown, celebrated. Tay walked up to me, hey, Slay, man, my dad's here, man. He'll come to a lot of games. I was like, heck, yeah, man, I got plenty of balls, you know, so uh, he can have that, you know, when uh, he made the play. So without him making that play, I wouldn't ever be able to make my play. Yeah. How do you see your uh, role in kind of bringing them along? It's cool, man. I like young bucks, man. Uh, you know, learning, teaching them how to, you know, be a pro. Uh, I had, you know, I was a rookie before, before so, uh, you know, I had to go through my process. But, uh, you know, them guys there, man, you know, I'm going to do the best I can to help them uh, be a, a great pro. Huh? They're coming for you. Oh, no, they ain't come, I ain't worried about them coming for me. That's the last thing I worry about is competing with a guy. I just want nothing but the best for everybody. So uh, the best man always wins. How do you handle that? Do you wait for them to ask you questions or do you? No, nah, I go to them and tell them what it is. I say, this is why I'm doing that because, you know, so I don't know why it is. Some, some rookies be shy, be scared to talk. So, uh, you know, I come over to them and let them know that hey, I'm open. I'm an open book. So I come up here and just teach you how to play this game and I'll help you become a pro. Shy as a rookie? Hell no, nah, hell no. Nah. Far from shy. I was going in there head first, asking all the questions. Who taught you? Rasheem Mathis, Chris, Har uh, Chris Houston. Um, those are the main ones, you know, for sure, because that's the ones I played with the most. Uh, so I just learned a lot from them just uh, over the years. And, uh, you know, I, play, I spent four years with Sheen. And uh, at that time, he was like 10 years in, 11 years in. So, man, I followed him foot to foot. And, um, you know, he helped me become a pro. Seen so far, what are the challenges of uh, playing against Justin Herbert? Oh man, he's great, man. Strong arm, man. You know, for a kid that you know, he he got a gunslinger. You know, he's slaying that thing. So um, you know, got a great receiver core. Got guys that can do all of it. Um, talented group, man. Talented group, man. It's probably one of the best groups you know we played this year. And uh, so, shoot, man, we're looking forward to the challenge. What honestly. About the Herbert's eyes. He, he didn't really give it away, does he? Uh, really, I'm not, a, I'm not like a post safety, so it's hard for me to see from his eyes because I'm on the side of the view. I see his helmet, you know, his logo, <laughs> you know, so uh, I don't see what his eyes look at, you know, so. What are you seeing of them over the last couple of weeks, though, with some struggles? Yeah. And, and there's some things you can do to disguise coverage and things like that? Right, yeah, I mean, of course, you know, he's young, you know, he ain't seen it all, so, uh, you know, we just go out there and just play our game. You know, uh, you know, it's the NFL. You know, ain't nobody ain't perfect. You know, so uh, I mean, I can just tell him, man, he playing great ball. But uh, you know, shoot, hope he still keeps continue to keep struggling. <laughs> like you guys had in that fashion in Detroit, how does a win, the way you dominated in Detroit, help you guys going forward, whether it's swagger, whether it's confidence, as Nick's trying to implement um, a culture here? Oh, great, man. It was a great win. Uh, we just, like, trying to get the dominance. We just trying to dominate the team. 
And, uh, you know, and just don't let up. Like I said, we always had a slow start. You know, we kind of start our fastest game, uh, defense and offensively, you know, threes, uh, three and outs. You know, uh, we kind of capitalized off of everything they did. You know, we uh, short kick, short field, you know, turn, uh, they missed the field goal. So we did that as a group effort, as a team effort. So uh, we just got to continue to playing as a team. How do you hear? Okay. Up next, quarterback Jalen Hurts. Jalen, what have you learned about uh, Nick over the first half of the season as a coach and a, and a leader? Um, I think you know he, he brings um, great intensity, and um, he has a good purpose about what he's trying to do. Um, he goes out there, and he wants to affect everybody around him. He wants to build good relationships with everybody. Um, and that goes a long way. So it's been good for us to continue to know him um, and him to continue to know us as a football team and us to kind of grow together. What have you kind of learned about yourself, like through the first eight games and everything, just how you progress? Um, I mean, nothing that I really ain't already know. I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to keep going, um, good, bad, or, or indifferent. Um, and I just really, really want to continue to lead, lead the team. Um, set the right example for the team, do the things I need to do on and off the field, um, and you know, win ball games. So my goal, what I want to do, um, what I am, it, it really hasn't ever ha hasn't changed. Um, so we, that's, that's that. What have been, been the challenges of playing at home? You, you're three and you've won three games on the road and none at home. What the? Why? Why do you think that is? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with the arena we're playing in. Um, you know, we, we we failed to beat 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 those good teams that are coming to our house, um, and that's something we obviously want to change. So um, we're, we're eager to go out there um, Sunday and, and go out there and play in front of our fans. Nick says his main message or one of his messages was about how detailed last week's practices were, how crisp they were. Some guys said it was the best practices. How do you keep that going into this week? It's all about attention to detail. Um, I always said, I've said it for a long time, Rome wasn't built overnight. And um, for us, we need to continue to attack um, and control the things we can. You know what I'm saying? That's our effort going into practice. That's our mindset, our mentality as we approach practice every day. So uh, taking advantage of every rep, every rep, and um, putting our best foot forward every day. When you, guys come off, when you guys come off a win like you did last week, do you get a sense this week that there is a little extra swagger or confidence, anything like that this week as you're preparing for the Chargers? It's a whole entire new week, whole entire new week, and we want to be one to know this week. Um, but first, we got to be one to know today. So we had a good walkthrough just now. Um, want to attack the practice and um, watch the fam learn from it and, and win the day. Plays uh, when you have plays with you under center um, to get different looks to the defense. What have you noticed? Uh, what has that done for the offense these last few weeks? What, what has it done for the offense? Yeah. What has it done for? I'm gonna ask you. Oh. Any questions for you? I mean, has it I helped? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. the offense? Um, I mean, I don't I really don't know. I mean, what did you see on that film, Jalen, from, from the Chargers defense? What, what was that? What, kind of got off guard the last question. I'm sorry. What have you seen on that film from the Chargers defense? What do you, what stands out to you? What do you notice first? Um, well, you, you know, they have great edge rushers. Um, they, they fly to the ball, and you know, they got a they, they got a great great secondary, um, kind of banged up. But 
Um, Darren James is a hell of a player. Um, played against him in college. He's a great player. So and they got a, they got a great team. You know what I'm saying? So we have to come and be ready to execute against a good a good football team. Shane was saying that the play of the game the other day was the uh, 20-yard run on third and 12 there. Um, we talked to you a, a lot about when to run and when to pass. How do you know when the time's right to take off and the time's right to sit there and try to find the team? And sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to stand in that barrel and make the throw, knowing you're about to take one to the chin. Um, and sometimes, you know, you may have a free guy coming um, and maybe not enough time, and uh, you, you make a play. And I know there are a few times that happened in the game. We had a guy coming off the edge free. Um, we had a looper coming back on that third down you're talking about. Um, and, you know, just kind of made a play. I um, mean, and it worked for us, and we converted. How much of that is? How you tuck it away? Do you usually know? Uh, I usually see green. I just try and you know get as much as I can. Um, but that's that's what I try and do. How much of that is okay, passes this season uh, where they where they've gone? You've thrown to the right a lot more than you have to the left. Is that something some of, some of that is instinct? A lot of instinct. Um, passing it to the right. Um, you know you have a lot of tendencies of, of quarterbacks that you know they they go to their dominant hand. Um, so it's kind of unplayed, un unfolded that way certain times in scramble situations. Um, but in the end, I just try and go out there and execute the plays called. If something doesn't go right or, you know what I'm saying, bust a route or whatever it is, then you have, to, you have to find a way to make it work after that. Have you noticed defenses uh, setting that edge uh, or containing that edge just to, to keep you from running right? No, I haven't. Nick brought up that he, he spoke to you guys about rugs and his situation. But as somebody who's a friend of his and knows him, how are you handling that situation? Uh, I think um, give my condolences to the family of the young lady that passed away. Um, and it's, it's un, you know it's unfortunate to see uh, you know see see a, a situation like that unfold. Um, and I just kind of leave it at that. It, it hurts my heart for everybody involved. Next up, defensive lineman Milton Williams. Oh, that moment was big. You know, uh, I've been putting a lot of work in, and a lot of people don't, they're on the outside they don't see the work that you put in. But to finally get some some stats in the stat sheet, like uh, JG said, uh, I, I know I've been doing my job, what I'm supposed, what I'm, what they're asking me to do in defense. But to finally just get it on paper that, well, he got a sack and a couple TFLs and things like that. It was a big moment. Yeah, it definitely get frustrated, get frustrating, but that's, the, that's about the game of football. It's a team game, so if you keep doing your job consistently and make sure that you're handling what you're supposed to be handling, what you're supposed to be doing, it's eventually going to come to you. And then with so my like I tell everybody, my main thing is when I get on the field is make sure I'm doing my job. And if all eleven have that mindset of doing their job, we won't get scored on. So that's that's how I look at it. There were a lot of rumors that were circling around, especially yesterday, about Fletcher potentially being dealt. Now that he's that we know for sure that he's gonna stay on the team, how does it feel for you guys, especially as, as a younger player? No, I'm glad I'm glad Fletcher's still here. You know, he's a great player and a good player to learn from. So He's been big for me as far in my career. Him, BG, Grave, and all the other D linemen that we got, they've been they've been helping me a lot. So I learned a lot from him, and I'm glad he's still here. What's the biggest uh, difference between you now and week one? 
now I, I learned a lot more. Uh, I'm more confident, more confident in my abilities and just watching tape and, and things like that. You just get, you just build that confidence every day going out on the practice field and, and things like that. And with the coaching and things like that. So so that confidence is, is that a result of experience in, in the scheme or is it a result of, of like, of your performance out there? No, it's just consistently doing, like I said, just doing your job, going out on the practice field, doing my job, but having the coaches there to critique if I did, I did my job, but how could I do, do my job a little bit better? So things like that helped me get, uh, help me gain that confidence to go out and, and play like I did. Man, a lot of people, a lot of people ask me that question and it just, it, it, I really had, don't have words to explain. I just, just felt like I was on top of the world, but it was the first one and we got a, we got a lot more to go. Um, just being more consistent as a pass rusher. I think I'm pretty, pretty good. in as far as in the run game, coming off, striking my guy, make sure I'm standing my gap. But I just want to be a more, more consistent, polished uh, pass rusher. This perfecting. You don't want to have too much, too much on your mind. You need to have one or two moves and a counter, and, and that's it. Because if you go out there with too much, then you'll be out there and you'll not know what to do and be inconsistent. So keep the menu short and perfect, perfect the things that you got on your main. We was just talking about that. I said, I don't, I don't got a, a sack celebration yet, but uh, we'll, we'll figure out one if they, when they keep coming. So that'll be good. Just curious, after, after the game you had on Sunday, who's the first person outside the team that you talked to about it and uh, what was their reaction? Um, man, it was a lot of people texting me. I, I probably would say my mom. My mom and my dad called them and they were so excited. And she told me my dad was uh, running around the house watching the game and things like that, but he tried to get on the phone and act all cool. But so that, that was a good moment just to see. They, they know they know uh, the things I've been through and to finally, you know, get that recognition and, and put the work in. And it, it just felt good for me and my family. So when you say things you've been through, what are you referring to? Huh? When you say things you've been through, what specifically do you mean? You know, just, just playing this game. Been playing this game for a long time and it ain't always been perfect. I, in college, I, I didn't play my first two years. Uh, and just consistently just putting in the work behind the scenes and making sure that I'm handling what I'm supposed to be handling. And when I get my opportunities, try to make sure I'm taking advantage of those opportunities. So that's something you thought about after the game? Definitely. I, I came a long way. Came a long way. Why did you play first? I, no, I didn't play year one because now that I look back, I wasn't ready. But year two, I can't say nothing about that. <laughs> that wasn't my choice. But, Next to the podium, center Jason Kelsey. Jason, the um, Chargers allow, the only team I think in the NFL allows five yards, uh, you know, uh, per, per snap and, and uh, per carry. And uh, is, is there a temptation to, to, to look at that, those stats and, and maybe be deceived or whatever? How do you handle, when you're, is it just film work you, you work with or, just, or you look at both stats and well, yeah, I mean, you always look at stats and then you go back, but the biggest thing is looking at the film and trying to figure out what you think is there and uh, things that, you know, we think is going to work for our team. And then, um, you know, you got to be ready to adjust during the game for whatever's happening uh, out there on Sunday. So I think you, you're, you're always factoring all three of those things. And, um, you know, 
up until this point, that's what they've kind of had throughout the course of the season. But, um, you know, they can change. They can put different, you know, looks out there. They can do a bunch of different things. So I think you got to be ready for anything. People have been asking, what's the identity of this Eagles offense? And last week, what you did on the ground, is that a one-time thing, or can that be the identity, that physical play? Well, I mean, we can definitely be physical. I think we've shown if we if we need to be or we uh, if we're asked to be, we can definitely do that. Um, you know, I get careful to say, like, you know, you know, people say, you know, is that is that the formula for success for us, or is that your identity? Uh, the moment you make it a formula, or a, you know, an identity or whatever, uh, you become predictable. And I think at the end of the day, uh, the last thing you want to be on Sunday is predictable. I want to go out there and win football games. And um, we have a good offensive line. We can definitely run the ball. We have good backs. We have a quarterback who can do it all. And um, you know, I think that. We're very fortunate in that regard to be able to do a lot of different things. So, um, you know, I think that um, I don't like pigeonholing anything into, you know, we're X or this is what we're going to do. Um, in the summer, you talked about how excited you were for this season to be able to not have, you know, the restrictions from last year, have lunch with the guys, you know, create that camaraderie a little more. Are you, are yeah. you feeling that? Have you been able to do that? True? Well, yeah, I mean, it's certainly better than last year. You know, I think um, – you know, you know, the cafeteria being opened up is just, you know, I, I swear to God, that's probably, cafeteria in the locker room is the only reason I'm still playing football, most likely. <laughs> um, getting to sit and talk around the guys and, you know, uh, you know, connect, you know, whatever you want to call it, just, you know, that's, that's what's really fun about sports. And um, it's been awesome to be able to do that this year and, you know, with all the protocols being a little bit relaxed, everybody, we have, really, really high vaccination rate on the team. So, um, you know, guys are out uh, talking to each other and, um, you know, it's kind of back to, you know, what it used to be somewhat. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot more fun. Have you uh, learned about Boston Scott as a player and a person in your guys' oh, man, you know, I don't think I've learned anything new currently. I mean, he's just he's a guy that's going to go out there and play his hardest uh, every single time he gets an opportunity. Um, you know, he's – He's one of those guys that's kind of, you know, because of his size and stature, I think often, you know, that weakness gets, um, you know, yeah, over, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, gets uh, too much credit, right? Because he's got all these other things that are really, really good strengths. He's really quick. He's, he's, he's really good with his reads. He's very good in a lot of different areas. Um, and every time he gets an opportunity, he shows that. Um, there's a pretty good short running back here for a while. Um, so I think, uh, you know, Boston's got – he's got strengths that can help us win football games, um, just like a lot of guys out here do. So I'm, I'm really happy for him, happy for Jordan Howard. Uh, you know, both those guys have kind of been guys that were, you know, Jordan been on the practice squad. And you know, for those guys to go out there and have the games and uh, help us win a football game like that and prove that they have value and – uh, they're good players. You saw a post-game that, um, that you broke down the team. Um, you used Roots as, uh, you know, as the call. Yeah. Was, what, is that a, was that a deliberate backing of, of your coach after a week where he was kind of taking some heat for that? And you, do you feel like the team's kind of <laughs> rallying around him? I don't think – I don't want to put too much. You know, I, he asked me to break it down. It wasn't premeditated. I just went up there and felt, Roots felt right, you know. That was the theme of the week. We won the game. Um but the whole point of this thing is that we just were supposed to keep growing and keep getting better. You know, we're still not where we want to be, still not good enough. Um, 
So it just felt like the right thing to do. You mentioned the plan um, going into the game. You adjust from there. Nick had mentioned you guys on the offensive line specifically said, we're running, let's keep it going, let's keep it going. Mm -hmm. Did that change a little bit this week? Is that typically how it happens? Or did he put a little bit more emphasis on it from your guys' perspective, do you think? I'm trying to understand the exact question. Um, um, so sort of Nick yeah. said he went to you guys. You guys were having success running the football. The yeah. offensive line specifically said, let's keep it going. Mm -hmm. Is that Was that a little bit different this week or not? I mean, not really. I mean, Nick's, Nick's pretty open to suggestions and stuff like that. You know, I think he's, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he's the head coach and the, and the play caller is going to do what he thinks is right. But uh, especially for me being an older guy, I feel like I can always go and talk to him. Um, and, you know, it just so happened, like, you know, we were, you're having really, really good success, so of course we want to keep doing it. Um, you know, but I'm not. I'm also not going to say something if I don't know it. And I felt like, you know, the way we were moving the ball, the way we were hitting blocks up front, and the running backs are running the ball, it was a, it was a good day for us. A few weeks, a few weeks, a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, you alluded to you perhaps playing some of your better football. If I if I interpreted it correctly, I said that I, about me. Yeah, I think I, I believe so. I have that. to go back in the court. All right, All right. Maybe not. But. Um, do you feel like you are playing as well as you ever have? Um, it's tough. Um, there's so many variables that go into playing well. Um, you know, I've played next to really, really unbelievable players in the past who have elevated my play. I've played next to young players in the past who make me be a different um, uh, person out there because their experience is a little bit less, so you got to do a little bit more. Um you know the plays that get called. Um, you know the the, route, the the way the games are going. So I don't want to say that I'm better than I've ever been before. I think I'm playing good football. I think for the most part, all of us up front, and um, I think most of the guys in general are playing good football. I know that the record doesn't show that offensively, but um, you know I think that uh, as we continue to learn more and more about ourselves, we are finding that you know we have guys that have strengths and have things that they're good at, and. Um, and we're starting to figure that out more and more. Jason, when, when you see uh, Jalen Hurts running for that first down on third and 12, <clears> I think you guys were like at your eight or nine yard line, got the first down. Yeah. What, I mean, obviously you guys know he can do that. And huge. He has shown it. Um, but what does it say about like the total evolution of how he's playing like this season, like knowing when to run, when to pass? I mean, is that kind of something still evolving? You know, he, yeah, I mean, he, he's always been able to scramble and run with the ball. But he's continuing to, to, to get better as a player, as a as a as a as a quarterback. That evolution is continuing to happen every week, and you see it. Um, it was a tremendous play by him, uh, and um, it just adds another thing for the, the defense. I mean, it's a if you're going to rush five and you're going to do all these games and stuff like that, you better be disciplined because it just takes one guy lo losing a gap, and it's a big play like that. And um, that was a crucial point in the game too. It was a big uh, first down pickup, and. Um, you know, there were a couple moments like that that Jalen really made an unbelievable play that kept drives going or kept the momentum going. And, um, you know, that's definitely something that, you know, I like watching. Why has it been such a challenge to, to win at home? All your, all your uh, you know, are on the road. Yeah. yeah I don't I mean, think I it, think you know. the furthest you've been in the seats where you haven't had a home. Well, we've been really, really good at home. Uh through Doug's career, we were really, really good at home. And I think part of that is um, if you look at our crowd, the noise they bring, um, 
the way our defensive line played under Jim Schwartz was just get off the ball. And when you're playing that way at home and teams are on silent cadence and uh, it's it's hard to uh, uh, to mask when that snap's coming so you can get even better jump. So I always felt like with that defensive style, it lended itself even more to playing at home for the defense. Um, but, you know, I don't – this year I can't say that there's any rhyme or reason. You know, we've just – we were close against – San Fran, we, uh, you know, but, you know, for the most part, it's just kind of been the way the games have went. I don't think it has anything to do with home versus away. Um, you know, I still think that home field advantage is uh, unbelievable to link, and um, eventually, as long as we keep improving as a football team, we'll start winning there. Hey, Jason, I've seen you spend some time with Jason, uh, with uh, Lane Johnson lately. Um, I don't know if more than usual, but Lane came out publicly and discussed what he's been going through, and he's trying to help some people. What did you think of him kind of letting that out there and, and, and how he's doing with everything now? Yeah, Lane, Lane's doing great. Uh, he's in a good place right now. Um, I don't want to speak for him, but, um, you know, we're all obviously really, really happy to have him around. He's an unbelievable personality, great person, great teammate. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm sure that talking about this stuff in some ways is cathartic and, you know, bottling things up is usually pretty rough now. Um, so, uh, you know, normally he's a pretty private guy and he doesn't like to talk about this stuff. So for him to do that, um, you know, he's, I hope he's in a good place. And um, for everybody else to see uh, that is going through stuff like that or, uh, you know, uh, having troubles, um, you know, it's just, you know, further evidence that, you know, you can, you know, the grass can be greener, you can get out of it. You know, the, there's light at the end of the tunnel, um, especially if you go seek help and, and try and get better. So um, I'm sure there's a lot of people that got a lot out of that. And, you know, he's pretty courageous to be able to say that in front of millions of people. I just want to follow up on what you were saying about Jordan and Boston. They're, they're both very good in the red zone, in, in the deep, like inside the five, yeah. uh, through their whole careers, uh, one of the best in the league. What makes a runner effective down by the goal line? I mean, they hit it. You know, Boston, you know, he might be small, but he hits that hole hard as hell. Um, and Jordan is not small, and he hits hard as hell. So, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, they, they have a knack for finding little creases. And, you know, you don't need to spring a big run. It's a little bit different down there. All you need is, you know, just a little window. And if you hit that thing hard, um, you know, it's going to be hard to be stopped for one or two yards. So uh, they both have a knack for it, a feel for it. Um so, yeah. Uh, Nate Herbig obviously uh, had to come in early. You mentioned some of those moving parts around you over the past couple of years. Um, he played well again. What, what does it take your starter, so maybe, but for a guy who's got to come in just like that, how difficult do you think it is and how's it, how impressive is it? from your perspective? Well, it's really impressive, especially when you consider he's not just working on one position. You know, Nate's the backup guard on either side and the backup center. Matter of fact, most of the snaps he's getting during the week are at center. So um, for him to go in a guard and to perform well and as well as he has this year when we've asked him, uh, you know, it's a testament to who he is and how he prepares. Um, but, yeah, Herbie's a, he's a great teammate, great player. Um, he's always been able to go out there and get the job done regardless of who he's playing or what we need him to do and uh, the situation, uh, you know, he makes the best of what's going on. And those are hard ones. You, you, when you find guys like that, you know, they have real value. You know, before him, you know, 
Big V was a guy that had to do that before him. Isaac Sayomalu freaking did every position across the board. And now both those guys are starters in the NFL. Obviously, Isaac's hurt, but, you know, Big V's playing guard up in uh, Detroit and playing pretty well. So, you know, if you can do all that stuff, you know, when you are a starter and you get solidified, it becomes a little bit easier. So I'm really happy for Nate. Yep. Up next, linebacker Davion Taylor. Um, I haven't really looked at any news articles yet, just yet, so I really cannot say my input or anything on it, uh, to be honest. But uh, go ahead. So what did I mean? You did get released, though. So what, what, what does that mean for you? And what did you take from Eric here? Um, well, he was a great guy. He was here. He was a great leader. Uh, I learned a lot from him uh, while, while he was here and everything. And uh, not him not being in the locker room is, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm sad about it and everything because, like, I looked up to him uh, as, a, as, a, as a veteran and everything coming up in this league. And uh, But um, uh, like that's just how the business goes. And, like, now I'm just ready to, to take, up, take up my opportunity and take advantage of that and just uh, continue to get better every week. And so uh, I could just become that guy now. One of the reasons they say they made the move was because of your development that you made, especially in the last game. How does it feel to know that they have – that you have the organization's backing to be more of a three-down linebacker. Now. Uh, it, it feels great. Um, um, I always had confidence in myself, just knowing that the coaches and the, uh, the staff, that everybody has confidence in me, gives me more confidence. It just allows me to play even better on the field, and like now I can just continue just to keep getting better and just learn from the coaches and just uh, be the best player I can be. Um, I think the reps, for my opinion, the rep counts. I mean, I do all the extra stuff. I do all the things uh, I should do, but uh, I, I, uh, being actually on the field has, has helped me a lot. Like last couple games, being on the field, I'm, I'm starting to learn how the game's starting to go. I'm starting to get used to the speed, starting to uh, recognize plays every uh, before it actually comes. Like I'm starting to get, I can see myself getting better and better uh, each week, even if it's just become through the small details. Uh, I just continue just to grow, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. Is that you're unique background? background? If you're not playing, I mean, is that stuff that you need to be on the I'm sorry, he's not over. Yeah, is that, is that, are those things that you need to pick up while you're on the field you can't get from, from film study or from meetings? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, yes. And uh, I think a lot of those things is like actually being in the game. I can actually do so much uh, like at the practice field on the, uh, or in the facilities or everything. But when you get them game reps, you're actually hitting people. You're actually uh, playing violently and everything uh, that you don't do at practice. And I think that that has helped me grow each week and like just actually getting that contact and actually tackling people. Uh, actually, like now I'm actually learning to like when not to like uh, when when to take that extra step during the tackle, when not to take that extra steps. And like now I'm just every game I'm just catching every little thing that I've, I know I need to work on now. Like uh, like during the week, I know I need to work on it like throughout practice and uh, throughout the whole week. I think fans kind of forget, but, you know, for some you have a even though you're a second year player. Your background, some of these things aren't, you don't have as much experience as some of your teammates, you guys at the same age. Right? You know, is that frustrating for you, or do you feel like you're really growing by leaps and bounds here? Uh, I, I don't think it's frustrating. I'm really excited about it because, like, just because, like, I was real raw last week, last year. This year, I'm still, I'm still learning each week, and I think. Uh, it makes me excited because, because like, I see how good I can become. Like, I, I'm still learning. So uh, there are still some things that I, I still haven't learned, still some things I'm going to learn this week, next week. So, like, the more as I learn, the better I, I can become. So, like, I never saw it as, like, a bad thing that I was wrong. I always saw it as an opportunity just to keep on getting better and see how good I actually can become in this league. How about, how about coverage-wise? I mean, uh, I would think that would be a kind of a tougher still to acquire. I mean, how are you doing in the coverage part of the game? 
Uh, Coverage-wise, I feel like uh, I've been doing coverage all my life. When I did play in junior high, I played uh, DB. And then when I got to uh, Colorado, they had me in a position where I did. I had to cover slots all the time. Uh, and I was like all out, always out in space. So transferring that to, to the league, there's like better tight ends. There's better receivers, of course. But um, I've, I've took that, the stuff I've learned from college, and I'm just starting to put it up in this game. And uh, I don't think it's, it's been too difficult, but uh, now it's just all about just knowing what, what they might run before it comes. So just uh, having like some different concepts in my head before the, uh, the, the player actually run the routes really helped me a lot because now I can uh, run the route for them. So like if I know like a certain split, I'm not, I know they're probably going to hit some type of out route. If it's just a seven route of just a, uh, just a regular out route, now I can just anticipate it before it actually comes, and that's really, that's really helped me a lot throughout this process as well. In that regard, one of the things you know, people highlighted was what happened with that fullback in the Raiders game. You know, what, what did you take from that? What did they coaches tell you about that? Uh, just really just keep my eye on the block. Cause like I, I feel like uh, that, last, that that game I had saw that I was – I was my eyes was in the wrong places. I was trying to keep it on that, uh, on the running back the whole time, and when he did come through the hole, I wasn't trying to pay, atti- pay attention to him and not strike him before I go to the ball. So last week, even though we didn't get that many like uh, downhill runs like we uh, did against the Raiders, I was emphasizing like when, when I saw a fullback in the game, in my head I'm like I'm going to attack this guy first. I want to make sure if he did come to me, I, it wasn't going to be the same same as the Raiders. I wasn't going to get pushed back. I want to make sure I attack him first and then find the ball. So like now, like even coming from that game, when I do get it in the future, I'm going to make sure I like keep my eye on my block before I uh, go to the ball and just make sure I defeat him first before I, like, I look somewhere else. You mentioned like the importance of the on-field reps, but how about with the film study side of things? Do you feel like you know, you've learned a lot about how, how to watch film in the last year or so? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, like last, like last, uh, like this year alone, I've learned so much uh, doing the extra stuff with the coaches and everything. And now, like, uh, I'm just finding out a little more stuff to look at, uh, like the, the back, like where, where he's aligned at, what uh, what level he's at, like the tight end alert for slight. It's just all the little things I know to look at now that I probably didn't look at for last year or the year uh, or in college. I'm just starting looking at the little things and make may, maybe just one tail so I can give you that, that one extra step before the play actually happens so I can be a little bit faster. Speaking of film study, what have you seen so far from this Chargers offense, and when it comes to like Austin Eckler and Justin Herbert? Oh, uh, they they have some, they have. Uh, well, for me personally, I played uh, Justin Herbert in college, so like I played him in Oregon. I know how uh, he's. I feel like he can be a dual quarterback at times. He can run the ball with his legs, and he's got great accuracy. Like he's a great quarterback. So um, um, we got some things set up for him this week. And the running back, we know he's a very strong guy. For one, we want to just work uh, work on hamstring tackling, make sure we're getting everybody to the ball, and just uh, make all the we making sure we study them and make sure we uh, we come and prepare and just ready for them this this come Sunday. How's he changed from the time from when you see him when he was in Oregon to where he is right now? Uh, he, he's changed a lot. I feel like now he's starting to read defenses better. Uh, his accuracy is, uh, has has improved over over college and like uh, overall he's just become a, a better player. I said last year he ran one rookie of the year, so that really can say it all by itself. So he's just continuing to improve. So uh, so I said we know what to expect. For, like, we we know what uh, he's coming to do. So we just got to make sure we just uh, do uh, what we. Have a uh, game plan and just execute it at 100%. How do you measure your expectations? Because you're probably going to have some ups and downs on your plan this much. Do you go into games knowing that and the expectation with yourself and all? Yes, uh, I do. I think uh, the Raiders game really proved it all. I, I feel like uh, that Raiders game when I had I had like probably one missed assignment and uh, it got to re- got to me for the rest of the game. Like every little play, I feel like I was I was messing up little tweaks, like taking a little step I shouldn't have. So now uh, going into this last game, I feel like if I mess up, 
just go to the next play. Like now I just have to realize, just teach myself all over again. Just it's always the next play. Like you cannot do anything, anything about the past. Like if you mess up, you cannot do anything about it. Now it's just all about, all about just making up for it and just continue just to execute the rest, the rest of the plays that come your way. And that's not that's what I'm just trying to work on. Just training my mind just to don't get stuck on one play, don't get stuck 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 on one missed assignment, one missed tackle, and just continue just to grow from that. If I know like I missed the play or I missed assignment, whatever I did wrong, I know not to do that the next time. Nick mentioned Sean's you know uh, importance to the special team unit the other day. Obviously, that's a guy you came in with. What is it about him that you know makes him such a valuable special teams contributor? And how, I guess, how how's your relationship going with him? Uh, with him, is it's great. Like me and him came in together, so we always like rooting for each other. But I think one thing about him is his mindset. Like he's embraced his, his role. He know his role is special teams for right now. He's embraced that, and every time he come in, he's going 100. percent And he's going to talk noise at practice, and he's going to like he's going to be himself. In other words, like he's going to make sure he's competitive, even that's on the field and film room. Like at practice, he's always talking here. And always like he's going to be himself, and that's really uh like it's a it's a it's a big thing for the special teams unit as a whole too because he brings that energy and he uh like I said, he's embraced that role. And like each week he's come and he, he he's been showing up so far. So he's just continued to get better. And uh and like he's just been like a, like I said, a big, big role on the special teams. And lastly, offensive tackle Lane Johnson. Lane, what, what kind of response have you got? Uh, That's been good. A lot of a lot of players, former players. There's a lot of people having, you know, stuff in common with me, so. Anybody like surprising that you heard from or, or uh, interesting at all? Surprising, it's just a lot more common, just a lot more common than you think. So it's really p- people from all angles. Do you feel at all, as a coming out and talking about this, weight's been lifted off, or do you not have that feeling, or what were your feelings if you kind of revealed? Yeah, I just. I feel good playing football again. I just not I'm not going through those symptoms or what I was feeling. State of uh, you know you're kind of manic and you go through those phases. And so when I'm not feeling like that, I feel like life's a lot easier. So I feel like life's a lot easier for me now. I can just go play football. So, but yeah, for two months, I mean it was kind of stuff difficult to deal with. Lane, I know you're tight with Nick Herbig. Um, what was it like playing next to him this past week? How has he done behind the scenes uh, this season and just overall this campaign? I mean, he's done well. I mean, every time he comes in and plays, he plays well. And, you know, obviously we spend a lot of time there in the offseason together. So uh, Jack got hurt um, early in the game, so it wasn't too long. And we did, did some good things, ran the ball well. But, yeah, every time Nate's called up, he plays well, center guard. And uh, I mean, he's one of the one of the one of the bros around here. So Nick said he could see in your eyes and Jason's eyes just about how well the running game was going and how intense you guys were about getting the push. Do you think you have to show that early on for the? It definitely helps. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely helps. Uh, if you get stuffed early, then you kind of get forced, or if you get down early, you know, seven, fourteen, ten points, and the game changes. So. If we can get out and do that same approach, we can win a lot of ball games. So, but you know, run the ball—that was you know one of the best run games we've had so, since I've been here. When you guys have success like that, running the ball. I know that's kind of been this hot topic. I think of running enough. When you have success like you did in Detroit, you think you'll start to see this team run the ball a little bit more? Yeah, and you'll see teams try to try to stop it more. So each you know team will try to adjust and try to do things to stop it. So that's what the Chargers, I, I believe, will do. And, and whenever you do that, it limits the pass rush, so so that always helps if you're attacking. Did the Chargers move uh, Boza 
from yeah, side to side. He, he plays probably around 60-70% my side. He'll play some of the left tackle, and then I've seen him moving moving down on the guards too. So. He's played his Yeah, I mean, yeah, Nick's mostly on the other side, uh, facing with maybe a couple snaps. He's, he's just one of the league's great pass rushers. I mean, there's a handful of guys that are supremely talented. He's one of those guys. He's one of those dudes. So it's going to be a good test for me. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited going, about it. When you're going up against those dudes, like the best of the best, would you rather go up against a guy who you see a lot, like Demarcus Lawrence, or, or uh, would you rather – is it more excited to go up against a guy you, you don't play? I don't know. I mean, everybody poses their different sets of challenge. I mean, he's – I played him one time, I guess, what, in 18, 17, 18, when we were, when we were 17, when we were there. So, yeah, like I said, he's just one of those one of those guys on the edge, one of those freaks of the NFL that, you know, I get to match up against. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. When Brandon was going through his, uh, his situation a few years ago, he said that there were, there were maybe some people um, who weren't particularly uh, accepting of what he was going through. Have you seen a shift from then to now in terms of how people in the building were understanding of your me- mental health issue? Yeah, I just, I think over, I mean, maybe over the past five years, I think the uh, people were more educated on it. I think, uh, like I said, a lot of the people have this in common and just maybe keep it subsided or don't show it or, but yeah, I mean, either way for me, moving forward, however I'm a judge, it is what it is. I, I know I can be a, a great tackle in this league and, and plan on doing it for, a long time, so you know, stacking stacking games. I got this game and against the beast on the head, so I'm just focused on that. Lane, what have you learned about Nick over the first half of this season, and with uh, what you were going through and his reaction to that? Did that kind of shape you know how you view him? Yeah, I mean, he, he was he was there from the jump from the very beginning. I mean, he understood, and then uh, when I got back, uh, understanding, but really just wants to see me healthy and playing. So. Uh, and even with you know that, that adversity that we faced, he, he still doubled down on you know everything that he preaches, um, as far as being accountable, the football IQ, the you know connecting with your teammates and, and stuff like that. So that's yeah, been great. I mean, I've had amazing support, and right now just I want to focus on uh, being the best I can be. You were going through a lot, Lane, but Nick's first core value always says connecting. Did you notice? From afar, was he trying to reach out? Did you see him put 65 on his visor? Were you aware of all that kind of stuff when he was trying to support you? Yeah, I mean, and I, and I was in communication with him. But, I, I mean, he was aware of kind of what I was going through. And then uh, after that, my plan was just to, to get stable and then get back with the team. So that's what I did. It's, it's worked out well the, the past two weeks. I feel good now. And uh, moving forward, really see no issues. A couple more, please. In 2017, you had that stretch where it was like a promo every week you were facing. This is a stretch here. I know the Broncos made a trade, but there's a few games here against those types of players. In the yeah. offseason, were you looking at, at, at these defensive ends? Were you thinking about the instructions schedule? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I was looking at Bosa or had uh, uh, Max Crosby. He's a, what, if you look at PFF, number one rated guy, most pressure is this, that, and other. So facing him a couple weeks ago, got Bosa, Cameron Jordan, so yeah, you see those. Yeah, when I look at the schedule, I know who I'm going against. You know, you know what you have ahead of you. But like I said, the the, the greater the player, the mean the greater the respect you give them, and, and the harder you gotta harder you gotta be uh, detailed in your game. Like you came in with uh, Zach Ertz. What was your reaction to, to him get, getting traded? It sucks, man. It's, it's part of the business. It sucks. So, you know, one of your close, close friends, you with him every day for eight, nine years, share a lot of stuff. And then 
next day they're gone. It's, I don't know if you've seen the movie Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, but it's like, you know, we're here, and then next thing you know, they all just start disappearing. So, yeah, man, it's a crazy business. I know he's in a good situation. I know he had a good game. Uh, I guess his first game back. Not sure about the last game, uh, but been texting him off and on, and I miss him. And yeah, man, it's just part nature of the business, but love him. All right, thanks, Lane. Thanks, Lane. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.